Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, so I talked about it in the last couple of episodes, but I need to go more in depth what's happening with the Mass Mutual East Division because it is getting more and more and more interesting by the day. And also, let's do a little bit of an update for our young guys in the organization for the New Jersey Devils because we have some stories that we need to discuss. So buckle up on this Saturday morning. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writer, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 6.52 p.m. Eastern Time, April the 16th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And when this episode goes live, the New Jersey Devils have another game against the New York Rangers. It will be game three of four. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode... I basically did a crossover episode with John Chick of Locked On Rangers and we discussed all things New York Rangers and all things New Jersey Devils because as I told you guys, things are heating up in the Mass Mutual East Division. So, you know, the Devils, sort of like what John was saying in yesterday's episode is that the Devils can be spoilers for a lot of teams because uh, obviously the Devils pretty much out of the playoffs. It's, I think, at an impossibility if it's not there already. So uh, overall, the New Jersey Devils can help spoil some teams' playoff hopes. So for example, if we take the next two games against the New York Rangers, it kind of makes it a little harder for them to just creep in on the Boston Bruins just a little bit more because, you know, I told you guys the standings in yesterday's episode. Obviously, at the time of this recording, no games are being played currently or no games are being completed right now. So, you know, the, the the standings are still pretty much the same, but I'll read them to you guys in a second if you need an update. But first, let's look at the remaining schedule for the New Jersey Devils. So obviously today, Saturday, they have a game against the New York Rangers. And then on Sunday, on a back-to-back, they have to play the Rangers once again for the fourth and final time in this series. And uh, then we have to play another series against the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's going to be three games. So we will face them on Tuesday, Thursday, and then Saturday. So another mini series for the New Jersey Devils. But wait, there's more. We still have another series to do. It's another four-game series, and it's going to be against the Philadelphia Flyers. So we have to play them on Sunday, uh, Tuesday, April 27th, Thursday, April 29th, and then on May 1st. And then we still have to play the Bruins twice more. Then we're going to have a reunion with Zajac and Paul Mary on May 6th and May 8th. And then the final game of the year will be against the Philadelphia Flyers on May 10th. So as you guys know, uh, if we look at the Mass Mutual East Division for uh, the New Jersey Devils and the other teams, so obviously the Capitals and the Islanders, they're pretty much a lock. So Capitals have 60 points, Islanders have 58 points, and then, you know, you got the Penguins at 57 points. So I think those teams are a lock, barring anything catastrophic. Well, you know, the Capitals are pretty much a lock, but, you know, as for, like, the Islanders, Penguins, and Bruins... Well, we'll talk more about the Bruins in a second, but uh, Islanders, I think they're also good. Uh, Penguins, I think they're also good, but, you know, uh, the Devils could uh, make it a little more difficult on them when we have to play them in our three-game series. And then you got the Boston Bruins. They are 52 points to the good, 
and then you got the Rangers they're 48 so they are four points behind so realistically if the New Jersey Devils are able to take these next two games against the New York Rangers we kind of make it a little hard for them to creep in on the Bruins a little bit more and the Boston Bruins at the time of this recording uh, they have a game later today against the New York Islanders uh, on Friday and then they have to play the Capitals on Sunday so you know they, they, they have some time in between games so uh, overall for the Philadelphia Flyers, you know, despite all their struggles this season, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, they are just six points away from the Boston Bruins from potentially taking that fourth and final playoff spot. And, uh, you know, obviously we have to play them in a few days for another four game series. I will try to get, uh, Danielle and Rachel of Locked On Flyers to do a couple of crossovers because I think that will be a series to look out for because I think that series is going to be make or break for the Philadelphia Flyers, if you ask me, in my honest opinion, because if they can't beat the New Jersey Devils, like, let, let's be honest, guys, we're, we're a very beatable team at this point, so uh, we're dealing with injuries, we're trying to integrate new guys into our roster and our system, and I'll talk more about that in a second, but overall, we're, we're, we're pretty much done. At this point, we're just trying to experiment with new things, we're trying to see uh, what works where, what doesn't work where, what do we need to improve on, specialty teams, but, you know... Albeit, you know, we're, we're going to be a very exciting team next year, but overall for the New Jersey Devils, we've thrown in the towel, and at this point, it's just trying to put up a fight every single game. That's why I was a little frustrated in, in their last matchup or last few matchups against the Rangers, because I feel like they could have been pl- playing better, because Mackenzie Blackwood also looked out of it at times, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's a mess in New Jersey for this season, and we're just trying to limp to the finish line at this point. But don't worry, season's almost over, as I've stated. But anyway, I believe that series, that four-game series against the Flyers, going back to it, will be a make-or-break series for the Flyers. So if they drop two or maybe even just one game against the Devils, uh, then then they're done. They're done. Like, you're, you're playing for your life at this point. And this is what I want to tell you guys, which is because... Uh, the Flyers have to play the Capitals tomorrow, or I guess uh, today at the time of this recording, because uh, they got to play them on Saturday at 12.30 p.m., and then they got to play the Islanders, and then they have another two-game series against the Rangers. So here's the thing for the Flyers. If they want to get into uh, you know, that battle for the fourth and final playoff position, obviously they might not win against the Capitals or the Islanders, but for the Rangers, you got to win at least one of those matchups. And for the Devils, you got to try to go for the sweep. I don't know. I'm trying to be polite. And, you know, obviously I'm not trying to, like, talk good for the Flyers. I'm just trying to paint you guys the overall picture. So as for the Rangers, their next few games are going to be crucial as well. So obviously we have to play them twice more. And then they have to play the Islanders. And another big series is against the Flyers. But I think the Rangers will take care of business. So they have to play the Flyers on the 22nd and the 23rd. So uh, I, I believe, like I said... If they break even in that series, then it will still be anybody's game, in my opinion. So if uh, the Rangers were to sweep the Flyers, I think the Flyers are out of it completely and have lost all hope of just trying to get that fourth and final playoff spot. Like I said, I would need to look at the proper statistics. I'm just going based off of my opinion of what could potentially happen. And uh, as for the Flyers, you have to take one of those games against the Rangers. You just have to because that's going to make or break you as well. So... Uh, it, it, like, like I said, if the Flyers are able to just take one of those two and then handle their business against New Jersey, then, you know, we could see an upset or a big uh, change in the seeding 
for the Flyers and the Rangers. But I'm telling you guys, it's really getting interesting. And this is one of the things that I like being in a tough division is that you get competitions like this. So obviously with the Flyers, you know, I had them, uh, you know, being pretty much guaranteed a playoff spot, but they've completely fallen off the mark this season. Uh, the Rangers, I didn't expect them to get to the playoffs. I thought that they would need maybe a year or two to really uh, incorporate what... Uh, I, I thought they would be sort of like what the New Jersey Devils are, which is you have a lot of young guys, but at the same time, you're just not quite ready yet. You just need one more year, and I think for the Devils, I think we will hit our peak in terms of just winning more games consistently in a year or two, in my opinion. So... Uh, obviously, and then the Rangers, they're going to be playing the Sabres on the 25th and the 27th, so I believe uh, the Rangers will take care of business there, and then they will play the Bruins in their final two matchups on May 6th and May 8th, and you can bet your money that I will be watching that game, because, or not just that game, that series, that two-game series, because I, I, I think this is going to go down to the wire, guys. I really do, in terms of what's going to happen in the Mass Mutual East Division. It's going to be really exciting. And uh, could the New Jersey Devils be the spoilers like John Chick mentioned in yesterday's show? I genuinely believe so. So I'm really hoping that the New Jersey Devils can make it a little tougher on the Rangers and also the Flyers. But I'm not counting my chickens, but, you know, at, at, at the same time, it would be exciting because I'm just like, if the if the Devils could just take one or two games against the Rangers and make it a little difficult for them, this is going to be more intense. It's going to be more interesting. Viewership might go up, and it's going to go down to the wire, and everyone's going to be looking at the East Division. And then, obviously, with the Flyers, with their struggles, could the Devils handle business and possibly take most of the gains in that series? A little far-fetched considering the fact that our offense has been lackadaisical in the past few or so games and we're on a four-game losing streak. Not trying to get ahead of myself, but overall, I'm just thinking about that. And also, remember, in case you forgot, we still have to play the Penguins in a three-game series after this Rangers series. So could it be possible that we make it a little more difficult on the Penguins for like clinching that third and second-to-last uh, playoff spot? It's very interesting. Uh, I'm intrigued. I I'll be watching. So... You know, that's basically the update I have for you guys in terms of what's going to be happening in the Mass Mutual East Division. It's going to get really exciting. And uh, I think it's time for the first live read this morning. And I kind of hinted at it, and it comes from betonline.ag. So, obviously, college football is over. College basketball, March Madness is over. The NFL is over. The NHL season is winding down. But don't worry, we still have playoffs. And the NBA is still in full swing. And the MLB got their season underway. So, all you need to do is go to betonline.ag, write uh, locked on in the promo code, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus. So if you are a betting person, go to betonline.ag. And if you're not much of a betting sports person, they also have things for reality shows. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So remember to gamble responsibly. And also visit our friends at Locked On Bets, and they could give you guys their personal rundown as to what might happen in this particular game and or matchup. So give them a listen as well. And it is also time for another live read, and it comes from rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. 
Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is the even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So I basically gave you guys a rundown of what was happening in the Mass Mutual East Division in the first segment of the show. And now it's time to switch gears a little bit. But before we do, I just have to mention this one thing. The New Jersey Devils, this is something to get excited for. We could potentially ruin someone's season and that will, you know, definitely get intense. It will definitely get... Uh, a lot of viewership and overall there's something you could get excited for especially since we have to finish up our series with the new york rangers and then we got to play the penguins and then finally the flyers in that lengthy lengthy set of series i know we're playing the same teams over and over again this season but still it is fun to watch so anyway uh, we got some breaking news in terms of our young guys. So Sweden has released their camp roster for the 2021 World Championships. So here's the thing. Uh, Alexander Hulse is not on Team Sweden's world's roster. So that means any day now, I would expect the New Jersey Devils to say that they have officially signed Alexander Hulse to his entry-level deal. So like I told you guys, his uh, season just got wrapped up in Sweden. And I think right now, Lindy Ruff and the front office, they are just trying to work on getting him to America. So I'm just trying to get you guys excited in that regard. So it's definitely going to be something that I'm going to look uh, harder about and just see what could potentially happen. But like I told you guys, uh, the roster was released for Team Sweden and he was nowhere to be found on that roster. So, you know, there's something you get excited for. Now, uh, let's talk more about uh, people who are already in the States. And Nolan Foote, left winger from Binghamton, uh, was recalled from loan by the New Jersey Devils. And now he is on the taxi squad. And I would expect Foote to make his NHL debut sooner rather than later, especially since the New Jersey Devils are just trying to experiment with new things. And then obviously we got Josh Jacobs, uh, Ben Street, and Matt Tennyson, who have also uh, been recalled from loan and are also on the NHL taxi squad for the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, there's your update in terms of young guys. So obviously those guys are the future for our organization, or at least, you know, one of them is. I'm just saying I'm really looking forward uh, to foot if he does make his NHL debut this year. I do believe he can have some sort of impact. So if you guys must know, uh, his father is Adam Foote, who is a legendary player for the Colorado Avalanche. He is also a former Stanley Cup winner. So obviously he has some big shoes to fill because obviously it's not easy being in the uh, you know shadow of someone who was so well respected in the NHL world. But overall, I think Nolan Foote could potentially do it. So if you guys need more information as to who he is exactly. So Nolan Foote is a left winger. And for the Binghamton Devils this year, in 20 games played, he has six goals, 10 assists, for a grand total of 16 points. So obviously, uh, we're, we want to look at what he was doing 
with the Rockets of the WAHL, uh, in which he was playing uh, in 66 games, had 36 goals, 27 assists for a grand total of 63 points. He did that in 2018 and 2019. And obviously, he was a captain for that same organization the very next year. And while in the World Juniors Cup for Canada U20 team, he had uh, played in seven games, three goals, two assists for a grand total of five points. So this is courtesy of EliteProspects.com. They say that Foot has a high hockey IQ that is expected of a Bloodlines player. So remember, I told you guys, he is the son of Adam Foot, and his brother Callan also plays professionally and he relishes bringing the game to his opponents. So he's also a powerful on the puck, and when he asserts himself, he's unstoppable bull on the wall or in a straight line to the net. So uh, to give you guys some reference as to who this guy is, he is six foot four and weighs 200 pounds, and he shoots left-handed. So uh, he can bring the aggressiveness on the wing, in my opinion. So uh, obviously, I think he will make his NHL debut this season, especially since the New Jersey Devils essentially have nothing to lose. And maybe he could sort of be like Tice Thompson and get his points in the NHL very, very, very quickly. Because remember, it only took Tice Thompson like one or two shifts in the NHL to get his first point of his NHL career. So that will uh, definitely be exciting. So I do believe that if um, Foote was called up to the NHL, then he would be paired along with Bofquist and Thompson on that fourth line. I really see that's the only possibility of him uh, just fitting in with the New Jersey Devils uh, roster, quite honestly, and I think everyone else can agree with me. I don't think they would move him up to the third line, and you know the first two lines are, are definitely out of question. But as you guys know, I personally believe that Heizer should be moved down to the third line, so that way he can get uh, more accustomed to it. So I'm not going to uh, insult Heizer like that and say that he should be paired along with uh, Foot, who would be a rookie. I don't making his NHL debut. I'm not going to do Heizer like that, and I'm definitely not going to get you guys mad like that. But anyway, I think it's time for the third live read this morning. And like I said in the last episode, we have a new live read and it is going to be the perfect Mother's Day gift. So I'm going to take that away real quick. So today's episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check that out. They won't be around for long, so find them now while searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. And if you are on the fence of proposing, trust me, dude, she'll say yes, so get on a knee and get her that engagement ring. Trust me. So anyway, a little bit of a preview before today's game versus the New York Rangers. So confirmed by Dan Rosen, he said that Igor Shosurskin will start again against the Devils this afternoon. The Rangers rookie goalie is carrying a shutout streak of 166 minutes and 56 seconds against New Jersey dating back to March 4th. 
unflappable is how David Quinn just describes Shashurskin. So, can we please score on Shashurskin, please? Why are we making him looking like some sort of vet right now? Or, you know, albeit he only faced like 16 shots on goal the last game, but come on. Like, 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 take it to the kid. Like, there's no way that we should be having a rookie goaltender, like, uh, shut us out in two straight games. And it's dating back to March 4th, by the way, in which the Devils uh, still have not scored on him, as I just mentioned, in like, what, 166 minutes? So I need the New Jersey Devils to really step up their game and just overall play better as a team and just, you know, let the young guys run and gun. Like, uh, I, I, I need to tell you guys this interesting fact before I forget. So you want to know how uh, elite our young guys are currently? So here's an interesting fact for you. Going into the last game, the Devils had three players in the top 10 of rookie scoring. At number five was Ty Smith with two goals and 19 assists. In sixth place was Yanni Kuokkanen with six goals and 14 assists. And then in the ninth position was Igor Sharangovich with nine goals and eight assists. So like I told you guys, you're wondering why I say that top line needs to stay intact the rest of the year. Well, Kwokinen and Sharon Govich are in the top of the NHL for rookie scoring. And Jack Hughes is having a great sophomore year. That's why I say that top line needs to stay intact. I don't care what anyone else says. So obviously we have some more uh, news that I need to uh, share with you guys. So obviously Brat and Zaka are out. Uh, apparently Brat is going to be day-to-day. Zaka is still undisclosed. So I don't know what's going on there. Subban, uh, according to Amanda Stein, said uh, due to maintenance reasons, he was not able to practice today. So hopefully Subban is not out for the Rangers because right now we're dropping like flies at this point. I, I don't know. Is Mackenzie Blackwood going to get injured again? I don't know what the case might be. So as of right now, at the time of this recording, Zaka and Brat are out and Subban has mispracticed uh, due to some sort of maintenance issue. So I don't know what's uh, going on, but I'm hoping for the best. But anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thank you for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And I will catch you guys in the next episode on Tuesday. Hopefully the New Jersey Devils can just take one of these games against the New York Rangers. That's all I'm asking for.